Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is May 22nd, and we will be reading paragraphs 1106 through 1113 today. And it is the Feast of St. Rita of Cassia. We will conclude our section today on the, the Holy Spirit and the liturgy, and then start with a, a little review of the Paschal Mystery and the Church's Sacraments. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Together with the anamnesis, the epiclesis is at the heart of each sacramental celebration, most especially of the Eucharist. You ask how the bread becomes the body of Christ, and, how, and the wine the blood of Christ. I shall tell you, the Holy Spirit comes upon them, and accomplishes what surpasses every word and thought. Let it be enough for you to understand that it is by the Holy Spirit, just as it was of the Holy Virgin, and by the Holy Spirit, that the Lord, through and in himself, took flesh. The Holy Spirit's transforming power in the liturgy has hastens the coming of the kingdom and the con consummation of the mystery of salvation. While we wait and hope, he causes us really to anticipate the fullness of communion with the Holy Trinity. Sent by the Father who hears the epiclesis of the Church, the Spirit gives life to those who accept him, and is, even now, the guarantee of their inheritance. The Communion of the Holy Spirit In every liturgical action, the Holy Spirit is sent in order to bring us into communion with Christ, and so to form his body. The Holy Spirit is like the sap of the Father's vine, which bears fruit on its branches. The most intimate cooperation of the Holy Spirit and the Church is achieved in the liturgy. The Spirit, who is at the Spirit of Communion, abides indefectibly in the Church. For this reason, the Church is the great sacrament of divine communion, which gathers God's scattered children together. Communion with the Holy Trinity and fraternal communion are inseparably the fruit of the Spirit in the liturgy. The Epiclesis is also a prayer for the full effect of the assembly's communion with the mystery of Christ. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit have to remain with us always and bear fruit beyond the Eucharistic celebration. The Church therefore asks the Father to send the Holy Spirit to make the lives of the faithful a living sacrifice to God by their spiritual transformation into the image of Christ by concern for the Church's unity, and by taking part in her mission through the witness and service of charity. <clears throat> in brief, in the liturgy of the Church, God the Father is blessed and adored as the source of all the blessings of creation and salvation with which he has blessed us in his Son in order to give us the spirit of filial adoption. Christ's work in the liturgy is sacramental, because his mystery of salvation is made present there by the power of his Holy Spirit, because his body, which is the church, is like a sacrament, sign, and instrument, in which the Holy Spirit dispenses the mystery of salvation, and because through her liturgical actions the pilgrim church already participates as by a foretaste in the heavenly liturgy. The mission of the Holy Spirit and the liturgy of the church is to prepare the assembly to encounter Christ, to recall and manifest Christ to the faith of the assembly, 
to make the saving work of Christ present and active by his transforming power, and to make the gift of communion bear fruit in the church. Article 2. The Paschal Mystery and the Church's Sacraments The whole liturgical life of the Church revolves around the Eucharistic sacrifice and the sacraments. There are seven sacraments in the Church. Baptism, Confirmation or Chrismation, Eucharist, Penance, Anointing of the Sick, Holy Orders, and Matrimony. This article will discuss what is common to the Church's seven sacraments from a doctrinal point of view. What is common to them in terms of their celebration will be presented in the second chapter, and what is distinctive about each will be the topic of section 2. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.